Welcome to Tips and Sips, an excellent cigar experience. I am your host, Brandon Thompson, and these are my co-hosts, Monty Perry, and we have a different host tonight, Miss Ashley. How y'all doing? <laughs> What's up, good people? Uh, and we have a very, a very special guest tonight, Mr. Ken Hamlin. How you doing, sir? Doing good, doing good. Thank Glad you. to actually happy to be in Ohio, back in Ohio. Well, first of all, thanks for coming on the podcast. Thank you, sir. Appreciate it. And we are smoking his cigar, The Arrival. I'm about to light it up now, and I'll give you a review as we go through this podcast tonight. So, Mr. Hamlin, how do cigars make you feel? Uh, You know what? I mean, so much going on throughout the day so this is sort of like when I'm smoking a cigar it's like my relaxed time it's um, sort of the the turn down and the uh, the ending uh, even if I'm smoking throughout the day or whatever I mean I think that it's, a, it's a time to relax sort of reflect uh, be able to to sort of have a simple conversation with whoever's at a lounge or right. if it's a backyard or anything like that so it, it's something to um, Definitely network and communicate with other people, but at the same time, it's a relaxing moment for me. And just to give our our listeners a little bit of background about you. Um, so, a little bit of background. I am uh, raised out in Memphis, Tennessee. Um, uh, played football uh, at Arkansas, University of Arkansas. Nice. Got drafted to the Seattle Seahawks. Uh, played there as well as Dallas Cowboys. Uh, eight years in the league been retired for going on well it's 10 years um congratulations so it's a yeah it's it's flown by man one thing i realized that you're definitely going to be a a former player longer than you're going to be a a current player so i'm enjoying the 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 retired life and uh i think that's what sort of got me into thinking about during my career you know i had other businesses that i still have going on but those were things that sort of handled themselves this is something that i could be hands-on with and actually uh, go through the entire process. So uh, it's something that I, that I daily, um, you know, take pride in, uh, you know, putting, putting work and putting effort into. Did you smoke cigars? I've been smoking for about 15 years. Um, so while, while I was playing, I smoked. Uh, it was more of like a congratulatory type of celebration right, okay. after games and stuff like that. What did you smoke? Uh, my very first cigar was a Padron 64. Oh, nice. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Hey, look. <laughs> not even knowing. Not even knowing. Like, I, I went to a gas station. And, I, you know, I'm thinking, okay, biggest thing for me, oh, buy the most expensive. It got to be the best. So, ended up getting a Padron 64. Yeah, unknowing. Uh, unknowing, but uh, ended up smoking that. And I was like, okay. And that sort of that sort of went from there to, to just uh, continuing that. Once I got close to the retirement, started getting into the lounges more and being able to relax and be around, you know, other people. And, and that's the best part about it to me is that you go into a lounge, there's so many different walks of life in the lounge. There's so many different people that, that and you, you have that common common bond of the cigar. And social can, experience. Exactly. And, and that now you, you never know what type of what type of connections you have 
just off of that one thing. Right, right. So, so in line with that, um, what was your process to getting to this point of actually creating this? A lot of smoking. <laughs> um, uh, you know, so I started, um, because I became a member of the lounge, I started going to a lot of the events that they, were, that they had, um, Big Smoke in Vegas, um, the IPCPR, which was like the convention for, for cigars. And then uh, while I was there, I saw that they had uh, what they called a Pro Cigar Fest in Santiago in the uh, Dominican Republic. And so I decided to go there. And the first year, you know, I'm always waiting for other people to want to join in. So I'm telling all these guys about it and then waited till the last minute didn't go. So the following year, I was like, you know what? Don't care what you're doing. This is where I'm going. Right. And so I went down there by myself. Um, and it was sort of good that I did because I got to really enjoy everything and be a part of everything. So, and you learn everything from seed to box. I mean, everything in between. And I, I got to really like indulge in what the tobacco and the cigar experience was. Um, came home, ended up ended up getting online, and I, I googled you know like tobacco seeds, and ended up getting some. I got some uh, some Cuban seeds from a guy in Alaska. Got them shipped to the house. And uh, I started uh, growing, you know, tobacco in my house. Oh, okay. I had the old Petri dish in the garage. Ooh, like I was growing weed. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it, it, so. Weed house. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um, I got to experience that side of it. And, mm -hmm. and um, so that that sort of got me more just, just, just interested in what, you know, what the next steps were. Mm -hmm. um, got to talk to some of the growers that I had met at the Pro Cigar Fest. Went back again and again. And uh, once I got down there, they sort of saw, because of the conversation we were having, mm -hmm. they saw how, like, just real interested that I was in actually being a part of it. Mm -hmm. So these conversations with different companies started happening where it was like, okay, if you're interested in actually doing your own, you know, you can come down and, and we'll, we'll, we'll put it together for you. Mm -hmm. And so I narrowed it down to about three different lounges, uh, of three different factories. Uh, one of them was La Aura, mm -hmm. another one was Casada, Reyes was another, and then um, a smaller brand um, uh, that I that I wanted to see. Okay, if I did it with a big company, what it would look like. If I did it with a smaller company, thinking we're both growing at the same time, what it would look like in that sense too. So, came down organically because of the connection that I had with Laura and just a just a genuine bond that we ended up getting. That was the natural fit for me. And then I, of course, then I'm going back and going back and going back. So, within a two year process, I probably was down there ten to twelve times. Mm -hmm probably a week to 10 days at a time and just in the factory. Um, so we started spending time where I was, I was in there like a, like a job, I was nine to five in the factory, right. blending and smoking and yeah, oh yeah, yeah. So it, it really, it really became a part of what I was doing and what I, and, and just a daily thing. So, and, and it was fun and the right. process has been fun. It's, it's been fun throughout. So this is the six by 60. Yeah. It has a great draw and I like the taste, you know, um, how you feel about it, Mark? Unfortunately, I had started smoking another stick. Well, let me tell you, yeah. yeah. So, I don't have he much time on He didn't want to put it out. Oh, yeah, he didn't want to put it out. If you know me and y'all do, I'm going to smoke mine until it's well, done. Well, it has a great draw. Yeah. yeah. And I'm, I like it a lot. I was going to say, I'm smoking the version of That's the one I bought was Robusto. Yeah. yeah. And this is a great draw on this one as well. Mm -hmm. That's the one thing with, uh, and that's the one thing with different factors. You want to make sure that it's getting produced the right way. And um, La Aura is the oldest. Uh, Dominican Cigar Company, 1903. Okay. So they have the history behind doing tobacco and doing yeah. cigars, and uh, that's the one thing you can give it in their hands of what you want to be done, and it's going to come out correct. So this is your first brand. First brand, right. first blend. Um, mm -hmm. This blend is Ecuadorian uh, wrapper and binder. 
Nicaraguan, Dominican, and Brazilian in the Philippines. Oh, nice. And so with wow. me, I before I even started doing um, doing my blend, I started to I was using the cigar scanner, the app, and I started to realize that I've a lot of my exactly <laughs> a lot of my a lot of the ones that I actually love mm-hmm. have an Ecuadorian wrapper, mm-hmm. and so that was the one thing I'm like, gotta have that because that's that's something that that I definitely enjoy, and I doubled down with putting it in the binder. Mm-hmm. And then we we changed from having the Brazilian as a filler to putting it in in, in the in the, um, the binder. The, yeah, the, uh, no, actually not having it in the binder. I put it in the filler, so it gives it a little bit more of the, the flavor, the sweetness, um, sort of combat the, the Nicaraguan that's in it and, and not make it as strong. Because the one thing I wanted to do was make sure that everybody in every platform could enjoy it, whether you're a light smoker or whether you're a full full body smoker. It's something that's going to keep everybody's attention. It's not going to be too too strong to where a guy that a guy or a woman that is a light smoker won't be able to right. enjoy it. Right. My question is, since I'm not, <clears throat> excuse me, since I'm not smoking it at this moment. Yeah. <laughs> Say that loud. That, <laughs> so that's a medium cigar. Yes. That's medium. Okay. So how many cigars do you smoke a day, averagely? It depends on the day. Um, now, when I go to conventions and stuff like that, it could be 12, 13 cigars um, on, on, a, on a regular basis. <laughs> right, right, yeah. On That's a regular basis, it's anywhere from four to probably seven, six, um, mm-hmm. especially if I'm in the lounge or if I'm out back just enjoying some time. But uh, it, it varies. But uh, normally anywhere north of four. You got nice teeth, y'all. That's why. I, <laughs> because I gotta polish my teeth every day. Right, right, right. Oh yeah, man. It, it, it could take it for man. And and look, I, I I try to make sure that I still work out. I mean, I don't work out as strenuous as I did when I played. But me, either. Uh, yeah, yeah. We on the same. I, yes, look, I get it. I get it. I get it. But it's. <laughs> but uh, I try to keep everything still um, together. But um. I definitely enjoy it, I, and I and I enjoy. Of course, I want people to enjoy my cigar, but I enjoy seeing, being able to go in the lounge and trying other things as well, right. because it only is going to make me better when I do my next exactly. plan, my next plan. So I'm not stuck on just smoking my cigar, because I still want to experience what else is out. There. So, what is your? I mean, aside from yours, what is your favorite cigar so far? One of mine, uh, Davidoff, the Late Hour. Okay. Um, that is one that was my go-to. Um, go-to cigar. Placencia has a couple of them that I that I definitely enjoy, um, and I'm a, I'm a Fuente uh, Opus guy as well. Okay. So I definitely dabble in the Opus the Opus X uh, cigars. Fuente, yeah, man, uh, yeah. And so just to give you a quick run, so I so I was at a um, this one guy has a lounge in Houston, and he we're sitting over there smoking me and one of my guys, and he uh, starts pulling these cigars out of his vault, and it's all these old, I mean, Padrones from the early 90s, mm-hmm. um, Opus from like, er, like early er, early 2000s. So Op- Opus has one cigar that doesn't go on the market, and excuse me whatever I say this, but it's called, <laughs> this is his real name, it's called Pussy Juice. Mm-hmm. Wow. And, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, uh, Hey, uh, hey, look, and, and I'm like, wait a minute, like, <laughs> I need to see what, what is this? <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, I mean, what, what, I mean, be calling it this, what is right, going right. on? Yeah, right. so. It's got to be good. Yeah, huh? yeah, <laughs> yeah. Hey, look, I mean, the, everything, the heavens are opening up, everything. Yeah. So, I told the guy, I'm like, listen, I want to, you know, I'll put me a, a pack together. I want to I wanna get a couple of them. Just give me a price. And he never oh. would. And so, luckily, I'm in Santiago going to the going to the factories all the time and Fuente they're down there. So 
I ended up getting to meet Carlito, uh, one of the uh, pro cigars, and he, we exchanged numbers. And so I hit him up, and I'm like, you know, not knowing if he's going to answer or not, but Carlito's like the Don, one of the Dons of cigars. <laughs> mm-hmm. So he ended up responding, hey, Ken, you know, I'm not in town, but I'm going to get you with my guy. He's going to get you to the factory. We'll go through it. So we get to the factory, and, um, you know, we're going through the factory looking at everything, and it's amazing. He made, he made his factory like a museum almost. It's, it's, it's the style that he has, he put it into, into the factory. And so while we're sitting in uh, his, his guy, Ciro, his, uh, his office, I'm like, hey, um, so I had an experience with a guy, and he told me about this cigar. And I'm like, you know, trying to, you know, let him know, that, hey, look, I, I want to get one. So um, I was like, man, he told me about the pussy juice, man, and I, he didn't want to give me any. So I'm like, he's like, well, we'll see what we can do. And so we're going to the factory, and everything is divided. I mean, all their Arturo Fuente stuff is on one side. All their open stuff is on a totally different side. And so we go do the, do the tour, and then we go into this closet. It's probably as big as this space that we're in right now. And there's two guys in there rolling this cigar. And it was the pussy. <laughs> and they had, on the wall, they had, they had them stacked up. And I'm just sitting there just waiting, like, yeah. hoping that if he goes over there, grab two. And my, one of my close friends was with me. Grabbed him two as well. So I'm like, cool. But then I'm thinking. So we go back to his office. And I'm looking at my boy. And I'm like, I hate to do this to you, man. But um, you're going to give them up. I'm gonna need to get at least one of them yeah. from you, dog. <laughs> and I'm like, I can't just have two. Like, if I smoke one, I ain't got one left. I'm never gonna smoke that one. So he's over there, like, come on. I'm like, listen, I'll give you another bottle. And so Laura has a rum that they that's pretty hot. I mean, if you think about it, if you, if you drink rum, rum is normally a reasonable price. Well, this rum for a small bottle is like $160. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm like, listen, if I give you a bottle, get you a bottle of rum. You give me one of them. So we made a deal, made a trade, and I was able to experience something that you really don't even see out on the market, whatever. Which uh, we'll talk about what the experience later on, whatever. But it was a good experience. It was a good experience. It was a good experience. Okay. A good experience. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I think I might want to try. <laughs> I, I definitely want to try. I mean, you got look, certain things. They say it might be the eighth wonder of the world. I don't know. But, I mean, hey, the eighth wonder. Right. So I noticed you got a white shirt on. Okay, and you smoking. What are you smoking outfit? Because I, I have holes and plenty, plenty of shirts. You know. Oh yeah, you got to make sure you keep you keep an arm. Yeah, yeah. yeah you, gotta, <laughs> you know what? Um, I mean, I, I like I like to dress up, man, and um, uh, you know. Very stylish, y'all. Yeah. 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 First thing I saw when I saw yeah, it. I can't stand a person whose shoes are always better than mine. Usually, I have on some fly shit. So I try to. I mean, but I, I mean, I go and relax sometimes and some and jogging, jogging fit. It all depends. I mean, I, I, I dress all different ways, whatever. So, but when I'm doing. When I'm out and I'm doing events or going to events and stuff, I like to get get dressed up. Sort of challenge cats to to step that game up a little bit. Okay. So since you don't drink, what do you like to enjoy with your uh, cigar? So I, that's the one thing, whatever. Because I mean, it's been about eight years since I drank, and I, I wanted to sort of see what would pair well with, mm-hmm. with cigars. And so I went down a whole list of things. And of course, you know, I, the number one thing is water because. It doesn't change. Right. It doesn't change your smoke. Your, your smoke hydrated, exactly. Like and then coffee, 
And when I go to the ER, great. when I go yeah. to the ER, man, I'm, I'm on probably 10 espressos a day, whatever. <laughs> non-stop espresso. Like, give me another one, give me another mm -hmm. one. Um, and then I started just dabbling in other drinks where, like, on the palms, um, ginger beer. Mm -hmm. um, and like I was telling you, uh, Dr. Pepper is right, one. Right. And I don't even drink soda that much. That's the one that I would drink um, okay. when I'm enjoying a cigar. So those are some of the ones that I really... I go towards when I when I'm drinking uh, I'm gonna have to try that. Oh yeah, I have to try that. that Dr. Definitely, Pepper. man. Dr. Pepper has a great mm -hmm. flavor. Throw so, yeah. you in the water. That's the only thing yeah. I can oh, drink. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Getting back to the uh, smoking attire. Uh, Howard is not here, which is actually our other co-host. Howard should be here because he smokes in three shirts only, <laughs> and every one of them are burnt the hell up. <laughs> And that's why he wears those when he smokes. And he's a Padron guy. Yeah, oh, he loves yeah, Padrones. I mean, yeah. he, he must never ash. Like, it gotta yeah, be like, he doesn't want to ever ash. Yeah. Yeah. He's going, he had on a new shirt one day. Remember Brandon was here? I said, oh, Howard has on a new shirt. Yeah. yeah. That's because I had time to go change it. Your guy. Yeah, because he will not smoke in his good clothes. Wow. Mm -hmm. yeah, Me, on the other hand, I smoke it. Oh, I, I yeah. sit there, I smoke in it, I come home, I spray them down. Mm -hmm. Hey, look, I, I hang them up to make sure the air out, but yeah, it's... My kids, my kids, they always talk. They always tell me that I'm, I'm. Were you out cigaring? That's their thing. Were you out cigaring? I'm like, yes, I, I, I was. I was. I was out cigaring. So yeah, they, they know, they know what's going on. My son, he's six now. He, he, he would. He would walk around with his toys or whatever like that. This is my cigar. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Too soon. Too but soon. Right. <laughs> you, you can play the role how you want to, whatever. But yeah, so they they understand that. I mean, and the thing with me, so I I, I sort of I was envious of a lot of guys who who had kids, you know, while they played, and they were the kids were able to see them experience it, whatever. So they weren't able to see me experience my experience of playing football, but. They sort of see my 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 dedication and and how I put it into the cigars now, and and they they see that I'm 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 serious about it, so hopefully that rubs off on them on just whatever they end up getting into because I don't push I don't push football on them I don't push sports on them but whatever they get into um, that they have that same passion, and they can also YouTube you now. Oh yeah, yeah, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. My, uh, my daughter, she'd rather YouTube dance moves and, and, and other stuff, whatever. But my kids should YouTube me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Y'all do don't know this, but I was I was the man when I played. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, I was a beast. Well, in line with that, um, what was what you said was the most difficult part of your process? Man, um, the blending was actually, I mean, because it's really on what you enjoy and what you want to, like, what you want to give to the masses. Um, I think the, the, the business side of it was sort of the most, uh, like, strenuous uh, part of it. It was really, even the name. Um, so, my name in football, my nickname was The Hammer. Okay. And, um, the and what? so, yeah, <clears throat> The Hammer. Yeah, the Hammer. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. So, if you were smoking my cigar, you yeah. would see that um, on the. Uh, <laughs> I, actually, I actually bought the cigar. Put him on the spot. Yeah, hey. and I took it right under the butt <laughs> and drove over me and backed up. Right. But you can see on the on the band. So, I wasn't able to use that that name because okay. of other companies right, and their affiliations. Right. So, I still wanted to bring it into the fold of what I was talking about. So. You can see almost like that shattering effect that, that I have. So that's the impact, okay. And that that sort of that 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 appearance of when you hit with a hammer, what it does. And, that's dope. And so with the name arrival, I still wanted to sit and have that same mindset of when you like that arrival, when you show up, you want to impress and impact and make an impact. 
and that's what that arrival is about. It's about the cigar making an impression on other people, mm -hmm. making an impact on other people. That's a great and concept. Yeah, so that's, that, that start, still brought it around that same thing, but um, was, had to use a different name. And I was going, I mean, at one point I was, I was dealing with a lawyer that he deals with a lot of the big name uh, companies. And I would send him one name here, one name there. And he was saying, no, quick, no, no, no. And so he was like, Ken, don't do this again. Send me, I want you to wait about two or three weeks. Send me like 20 or 30 names and we'll go through. Well, I sent him about like 25 names in about a month. And he X'd off about 16 of them immediately. Like it was no, no, quickly no. And uh, it got to like four of them and that, the arrival was still there. And, I, and I, I had that thought of it. And the other ones were names that were still affiliated with me and had something to do with me. But this one stuck out and, and, and sort of, it sort of made it. I mean, so that's why, like a slogan that I use is that you have arrived. Like, mm -hmm. so when you when you come into a situation, into a lounge, mm -hmm. and you smoking a cigar, you have arrived in that moment. Whatever moment it is for you, you have arrived in that moment. That's a great concept. I might have to bite on that bit. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> like I'm gonna let you know. I'm a, I'm a slight. A little bit of the feet. No, <laughs> so, yeah. Nothing wrong with it. Nothing yeah. wrong with it at all. Right. For sure. Well, I don't want to keep you. Thank you so much for coming on, on, on the show. I appreciate it. We appreciate it. Um, we're on um, Instagram as a Tips and Sips podcast. Tips and Sips underscore podcast. Instagram. Yes, sir. Okay, um, what is it again? Tips and Sips underscore podcast. And where can they find you as well? Uh, so my Instagram, the Arrival Cigars is the brand, and then my personal is Ken underscore Henry. Okay. Well, thank you again. Brandon would know that if he had read the flyer. <laughs> <laughs> hey, now nah, I got the cigar. He has none of the tips. <laughs> right, 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 right. Hey, we're working it out. That's my co-host. <laughs> well, thank you again, man. I appreciate it. I really yes, appreciate sir. you. Nice to meet you. Yes, sir. You know, and um, I wish you much success in the future. Thank you. Thank you. One more question before you leave, though. How soon will you be in? shops around the Midwest? Um, I, so when I launched in November of last year. Oh, so you just launched I last just launched in, okay. in November of last year. And, I, and I've been, so especially down in Texas and throughout the South, I've been, I've been getting things rolling. One thing I told people um, <laughs> in the Midwest and North is that uh, I'm not coming in until it get warm. So now that it is actually, I feel you. I feel you. I'm like, listen, I'm not packing no right, coat right, to go right, anywhere. Right, right. So, um, so now that that has happened, I mean, I'm, I'm definitely spreading out more. Uh, we will be getting out here more. Um, I know I'll be getting back out to Cleveland with my family out that way, having some shops out that way. But Chicago, you know, different areas, I will be moving around uh, quite a bit. Okay. Wait, one last question for me too. So, if you have, um, if you have any advice for someone who is looking to, you know, go into this industry, especially, I love seeing that, you know, there's a lot more um, black entrepreneurs that are yeah. buying into this. So, if you have like one piece of advice um, for someone who wants to start doing this or get or get involved, how what would you? I would say first off. Uh, Definitely do the entire process. Um, you know, don't cheat the process and, and really dive into the entire thing. Be a part of the one thing that I enjoy about the company that I'm with, and they allowed me to do it all. Um, and I told them from the beginning that if I'm gonna do it, I want to be a part of everything, and I want to actually have my my footprint on everything. So they allowed me to do that. Um, but I think it's it. it, it you have to have a story. Mm -hmm. right. And if you don't go through that process, you don't have a story behind it, which will have a lot of people sort of second guessing, you know, 
that product. And I think that was the biggest thing for me is wanting to be a part of the process and, and diving into it, getting down there and being a part of it. And then, and then of course, I mean, like you said, there, there's a lot of us that smoke. So why not have that same face behind the brands that are out there? And, and I don't worry about you know any of the other man. I think everybody had a starting point. Whether you started in 1903 or you started in 2021, everybody has a starting point. It's about what you do after that. That really matters. What I got also gathered was take a risk, y'all, because he said Definitely. I heard him say he sure. wasn't going to go, and then he was just like, you know what, I'm out. Yeah, I'm gone. Yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. Well, the risk is always there. I mean, I mean, there's nothing easy, you know, that's going to come about it. You got to make sure to put in the work. Though. And if you trust in yourself, dive in and go. Okay. No, no, nice. no, no, I love that. Thank All you, right. sir. Thank you. Well, Take this has care. been you. Tips and Sips. Thanks for listening. And we'll catch you next time. All right, good Thank people. You, lady. Thank you.